What up, brawlers? Welcome back to Third Hands. As Breck and I will be previewing UFC 262. But Breck, Daniel seems like he went back into the shadow room. Do you know what happened? No. Um, I think it's a temporary shadow room, though. You know, I don't think he's deep in there, so I think we're okay. Yeah, I, I think Ngani just hit him with a jab and not not an uppercut from hell. Yeah, I think he's on the outer rim of the shadow room. <laughs> he'll, he'll be back soon, I hope. But... To open up the main card, um, Matt Schnell versus Hajerio Bontorin. This is a good fight. Uh, flyweights, I think they're fighting at 35, though, from what I've heard. Um, this is an interesting matchup. Um, I think, you know, the, some Matt Schnell's trying to get himself back in. Uh, he, for, fun fact, his first fight was against Rob Font. You know, he hasn't done well as of late. I'm not saying this is his last chance, but he. I think this is a must-win for Matt Schnell. What do you think? Um... Yeah, you could also call it must-win for Bontorino, too. I think he's on a two-fight losing streak. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, both guys need a win. And, I mean, if you look at the numbers, Schnell's a better striker and Bontorino's a better guy, you know, in terms of takedowns and grappling. So, it's, you know, what style's going to win. Um, I haven't seen much of these guys. Uh, I saw, you know, Schnell fought recently. I remember watching that, but – um. This is a really interesting matchup. Uh, you would have to favor Schnell, right? Just on the feet. Yeah, I'd have to say so. Yeah. Uh, huh. I, I think I'm going to take Schnell in this one. I, I like Schnell's chances. I think he has good takedown defense. But uh, don't don't count uh, Bontorin for sure. What do you What do you have to think? What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go Schnell. I think coming off a win, I think he'll get another one. Yep. 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 All right, this is going to be the fight of the night, I think. Shane Burgos versus Edson Barbosa, Barbosa rather. This, this, there's no way this fight won't be violent. Someone's gonna die, I believe. Yeah, um, this, this what do you think, fight. Breck? I mean, even though Barbosa, as of recently, um, has lost a lot of fights, he won his last fight though. But um, yeah, this should be a banger. Like. Watching Edson Barbosa strike, even in losses, is is just beautiful. Like he's one of the most proficient technical strikers, like in the UFC. I was watching. Did, um, I don't know if you saw going around Twitter. They were showing, or on UFC's page even, were showing Barbosa Ferguson again. Yeah, and I mean, that fight was awesome. And the shots that Barbosa landed, like, would have knocked out so many other men. So he's always dangerous against a, a guy like Shane Burgos, who's really tough too. I think coming off a loss, um, who do you lose to again? Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett. That's that was a, a great fight. It's a good fight. Um, Burgos has the age on him, right? So mm-hmm. it's a tough one to call, man. My heart wants to pick Edson Barbosa, but I just feel like the young guy, you know, I, I don't know. What do you think? 
I think Barboza will win this fight. I think, I mean, these guys are, like you said, I think they're both some of the most technical strikers out there. I mean, Barboza's kicks are faster than anybody's in the UFC, in my opinion. Um, But you said you got Burgos, right? I'm going to go Burgos. I think I'm leaning for Burgos. All right. I can respect that, but watch out. This will be fight of the night. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, two, you know, maybe this is like the potty break fight, potentially. Um, it, it, Catlin Chikagian versus uh, Viviani Adarujo. Uh, this is a good fight. I mean, to, to get to the title shot, you got to beat Chikagian. I mean, that's to get to the shot, you go through her, it seems like, in this division. And this is kind of Adarujo's last sort of chance. She's 34, 35, if I'm not mistaken. I think, you know, this is this is where she ha- she has to win this in order to get into title contention. Breck, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Well, I'm definitely rooting for Chikagian. I she trains trains out here in Long Island at uh, Long Island MMA. But um, yeah, like you said, it's like she's like the stepping stone or a gatekeeper, quote unquote. But she she's even said she doesn't want to be that she wants to fight for the title. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, I think Arujo is coming off wins. I mean, she, yeah, she beat Roxanne Modafferi. That's a good win, but um, Chukagian's tough. I, uh, I haven't seen much of Arujo. Have you seen a lot of Arujo? I've seen her every, every now and then. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chukagian's last, um, Three fights. She fought uh, Shoshenko's sister, Andrade and Cavio, and got a win and lost Andrade. So, I don't know. I, I kind of like Chukagian in this matchup. I'm going to take her, obviously. But I, I think she wants to not be disrespected. You know, she doesn't want to be that gatekeeper. Yeah. And I, I got Chukagian too, man. You know, Long Island mentality. Um, but if you look at Adarujo's last fights – I mean, Mata Ferry nor De- Montana De La Rosa are nearly to the caliber as Caitlin Chukagian. No, and Chukagian's fought tougher opponents, too. And and then, I mean, Adarujo fought I, but I's not what she used to be, you know? Yeah. Are you going to pay $6,000 for her picks? No. no. <laughs> We're not bringing this up, like, again, okay? This is the rule right here. We will just not mention Jessica I unless it's she's fighting <laughs> I like that rule. I think I'll, I agree with you there, but to the command of anything, banger alert, uh, another fight of the night contender, uh, Tony Ferguson, El Kakui, the boogeyman versus Benil Dariush. Dariush coming off a win against, uh, Diego Fajeda, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am correct. And Tony Ferguson coming off of two straight losses after a 12 fight win streak, losing to Gaethje back in May, last May rather. And, uh, Charlie Olives, Back in December. Breck, what's your thoughts on this one, man? Hey, man, I like – we want Tony to win, but I'm worried for him. You know, the guys – Darius, five years younger, big winning streak he's on, looks great in every fight. The only thing that's good for him, uh, Tony, is Darius usually does take some shots. He, he's not, you know – you look at the uh, close fight, he was getting pieced up and then came back with that crazy flurry to win. But uh, it's a tough one, man. I just hope that Tony Ferguson, I think he, did he switch camps? Is he training with uh, Freddie Roach, right? 
Well, he's, I, I know he was training with Freddie Roach, but these- I think I think he brought in some people from he he's like kind of going back a little bit. He brought in his college wrestling coach. He brought in uh, Freddie Roach. He he's even talked to Brock Lesnar and a few other guys about uh, from Tough about the situation. So I think he's just trying to go back to his roots and get get back to where he needs to be. Yeah, I mean, he just needs to fight better defensively because offensively he's still a good fighter. It's just you saw with the Gaethje fight, um, taking too much damage. And, I mean, that was the whole th- – you can do that when you're 30, but now that he's 37, he has to fight smarter. So I, I want to say – I want to say we get a bounce-back win for Tony here. I really do. I think, like you said, he brought in a lot of people to help him with this camp. I, th- I want to say he's improved defensively, and that'll – That'll, you know, eke out a decision. I don't know if he finishes him, but I think it'll be a really close fight. This could be fighter of the night, too. Yeah, I, I think Tony by submission, you know, just to go out on a limb. I think I think a calculated Tony would be pretty scary. Not yeah. just somebody who charges in. Yeah, exactly. Like a like an Israel, like the way Izzy fights. Like if Tony fought like that, that'd be terrifying. Yeah, just you know, calculated elbows and stuff like that. Ugh. Uminari roll Uminari rolls and sand yeah so sand. i got i got tony by submission you you had him by decision correct i'll go to decision yeah all right all right to the main event of the evening charlie olives versus michael chandler charlie olives on an eight fight winning streak michael chandler coming to the ufc this is his second fight in the ufc and he's already fighting for the title whether he deserves the title or not we'll fi- uh title shot or not we'll find out saturday see how he performs but this is gonna be awesome i think um great fight interesting skill sets going against each other what are your thoughts on this one i'm so 50 50 on this i mean maybe i'm 51 49 leaning Oliveira, but it's so close because Oliveira has only gotten better over these you know however what, what is it 12 fight win streak nine fight i don't know what it is but, eight. Uh, eight eight my bad um it's so tough to call, man. Like Chandler and Oliveira both want to pressure the other fighter. Chandler's looking for that one big power shot. But that's the thing that makes me hesitant about Chandler is like he's going to keep looking for that shot that landed, uh, dropped Hooker. And I think Oliveira knows that. So he's just going to stay on the outside and try to take him down. So if I had to pick the fight, I, I think Oliveira is going to submit him, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think it is very close. I like both of these guys a lot. They're both good dudes. Yeah, um, and then, uh, you know, I'd hate to see one of them lose, but one of them has to lose. So I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to Bronx. I, I think Michael Chandler just throws the same one and two, one, two or three piece combinations. It's kind of like Tyron Woodley, right? Like where he would only throw that big overhand right. Chandler kind of does the same thing. He looks to throw that big left. Yeah. So Charlie Ellis by submission. That's. That's that's my prediction. Um, it's a, it's a good prediction, I'd say. But if Michael Chandler wins it, dude, what if he wins it, man? That'd be amazing. It, well, it means we'll get Chandler Gaethje, which will be an awesome fight, dude. That would be the most violent fight of the year. Easily, easily the most violent. Fight. I wish, I wish, you know, I know it was Charlie Olives, but what if it was Chandler Gaethje for the title now, like, dude? Yeah, I know. Um, let's, let's check get, it. Where does Kevin Lee fit in all this? Uh, he's in welterweight now. Oh wow! I forget who wants to fight him. Um. Uh, who was it? Um, 
Sean Brady wants to fight Kevin Lee. Yeah. That'll be a good fight. Yeah. It'd be good. Um, according to Tony Ferguson, um, Michael Chandler has Dana White privilege. That was the best line he's ever dropped. I mean, he was unbelievable during the press conference. It was full, full blown Tony. Um, got asked about Khabib a lot. That makes me a little nervous as he's still like talking about Khabib right before he has to fight somebody. A little worrying, you know? That's true. But, I mean, it's Tony Ferguson. Let's be honest here. That's true, yeah. He's always been this kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll call on some aliens. Who knows? I don't know, uh, man. You got Eddie Bravo in your corner. All I'm saying, look into it. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, bro. Everything ever is on YouTube, okay? What'd you think of the stare down between Charlie Olives and Michael Chandler? I liked it, man. Uh, it was good. I'm not gonna. It like, gave me chills, bro. I'm like, I'm so excited for this car now. Like, especially all the fans too. Like the uh, the fans being there at the press conference. All the Tony chants were pretty great. Yeah, it felt normal. It felt normal. Yeah, dude. John Jones, man. Did you see the pictures of him? I did. Dude, that is terrifying. He's a big boy. I like how people are still making fun. He has like fun of his legs. Like you thought some of the weight would go to his legs. It's like, it's not how that works. Dude. His, his thighs are huge. His calves are just so skinny. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like genetics too. That's not like you can. Yeah. Males do have a harder time forming calves. I don't know if you knew, know that, but fun fact. I just wonder, like, it sounds like Derek Lewis and Ghana is going to be the fight. Yeah. Like, Make make John Jones. You know how they usually have a, a an event at MSG at the end of every year. Yeah, Jones and Ganu, MSG, last week of December. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I like it, dude. I, me and my friend were talking about this. They gotta start bringing more cars to MSG. Like some of the biggest fights ever are in MSG. You know what I mean? Like the Connor um, Alvarez. Uh, Alvarez fight. Uh, that was at Brooklyn, I think. Right? Wasn't that the uh, Barclay Center? I was thinking, wasn't the MSG one the one over um, Mendez? Chad Mendez? Let me look. Uh, no, Alvarez McGregor was at uh, MSG. Oh, were they both there? What was the Mendez one at? Let me look. I'll take a look. This is this is important stuff, guys. Very important. <laughs> Absolutely imperative that we get this. Super necessary. <laughs> it was at the MGM Grand Mendez versus McGregor. Oh, okay, but um, yeah, like MSG cards, like the pay per view buys alone will will be more. You know what I mean? Like, I like that they go all over the place, and obviously with COVID, they had to like go to places that are open. So Arizona makes a lot of sense for this week, or Houston rather. Yeah, the Adesani ones in Arizona, but um. Yeah, I'd love to see December sometime. A couple MSG cards or a Barclays Center card would be great too. Hell yes, that would be. Would you be there, Breck? For an MSG or Barclays Center card, oh, like a hundred percent. Like I'll be in the nosebleeds, but I don't care. I'll be there. Yeah, we'll need you to be our correspondent. <laughs> I'll report live. <laughs> I'm here with uh, I'm here with Israel. I'm here with Israel Adesanya. Israel. 
Oh, man. But, dude, the, the Israel Adesanya card is awesome. Yeah, it's shaping up to be good. Dude, I mean, lots of great fights are being announced currently, the, too. Like The Jew Bear opens up the Izzy card. Yeah. I love that guy. And he's improved, too, recently. Yeah. Then you got Muhammad. Dang, that card's shaping up to be awesome. Um. Oh, Dan Hardy was released from his contract. Do you see that? Yeah, I already thought he was, kind of, after that whole Herb Dean thing. Yeah, Herb D. Dude, uh, we got to get into some of the fights that you, you uh, sent us that have been announced, like Santos Walker. Ooh. Somebody, somebody's, like, dying. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be Johnny Walker. I don't know, man. Don't you kind of think the older guy is, like, both are kind of fighting for their jobs almost. Low-key, yeah. Hold on. Let me look at what I sent. We have, we have, there are some good fights. Uh, Costa, J- Jared Cannonier. Oh, that's going to be a banger, dude. Uh, Till versus uh, Brunson. I know. Till Brunson's great because of the back and forth. If, if anybody listening, go follow Darren Till and Brunson on Twitter or Instagram. They're having like unbelievable interactions right now. I think Darren Till is obviously getting the upper hand because he's Darren Till. A little bit, but Derek Brunson's like sneaky underrated. Like His Photoshop skills are pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, Darren Till's Photoshop's because they're so bad that they're funny. Yeah. Like, it's not good Photoshop. <laughs> no. Darren Till. Oh. I miss Darren Till, man. Yeah. A lot of, I saw a lot of stuff like on Twitter saying he was overrated and stuff. And it's like, he is such a good fighter and he's only 28. Like, we're going to see the best from him in a couple of years. Yeah, really. Oh, Rumble was arrested. Oh, my God. Bro. I, my friend sends me the headline, and I'm like, what? That cannot be right. I look into it. It's like I, I saw, like, the uh, Connecticut police looking on the TV when they saw Rumble, and it was, like, the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Like, oh, there he is. Like, what the hell is Rumble doing, bro? Like, I guess he really did need to get back into the fight game if he was using a fake credit card. <laughs> no, he's using another credit card without someone's permission. Well, more evidence that he needed to start fighting again. <laughs> Maurice Green was uh, released. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't watched many of his fights, to be honest. He should. I worry for him because he has drinking problems. Mm-hmm. So let's hope he stays all right. But Conor McGregor is the world's most the highest paid athlete. You kind of went to like three different accents there. Um. <laughs> You kind of you started with like the Scouser and then you ended with the Scottish for some reason. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's changed the sport forever. 180 million bucks he made in the last year. I mean, yeah, he just sold his stake in proper for like almost half a bill. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, I just worry. Like, have you been following Connor's Instagram stories? Yeah, dude. All he does is just like crossfit stuff and then like like he's not even in camp and like i don't think he wants to show that stuff though i understand but like do we know he's even in camp like i'm a little worried you know what (laughs) i mean like you see you see poirier like training hard and you're like connor's just going to birthday parties with the son and getting cakes that he's the number one richest guy you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) I'm like, oh, I kind of favor Poirier right now. Yo, um, we'll get to another thing after this, but 
So Anderson Silva's done with MMA, probably. Thank God. But he's fighting Julio Cesar Chavez in a boxing match. Good for him, man. If... <laughs> Take a dive. Get the hundred million. Get the fifty million. You know, <laughs> dude. Make a mockery of the sport, dude. Diego Sanchez needs help. Yeah, man. Um, it's so sad. It's very sad. I mean, anybody listening has probably seen the video by now of him, like put the coach Josh Fabia, like kneeing him, kicking him, punching him while he's dangling upside down. And that's like training. I mean, people said this guy's a bad guy, and that video kind of just like, okay, this guy's like crazy. The school of self awareness. Yep. So sad, man. Like, he's literally brainwashed him. Yeah. I mean, there's that whole school of self awareness. I like looked into it and went through, like, I spent like 30 minutes going through their Instagram. Dude, you will like hysterically laugh at least five times. Like, like they think like, I mean, it's almost like QAnon type level craziness. Like they think like stuff like used as like, like like cleaning products can like cure cancer. And like, they are crazy. Like Diego, there's a video of Diego Sanchez saying that like a cleaning product in his house cured like his, like a, a, like a cancer in his wife. And I'm like, what? Like these people are dangerous. This is like cold. <laughs> This is cult-like behavior. It's some McDojo stuff, you know? But it's, like, worse than McDojo. Because McDojo people are still, like, they're not, like, they're crazy, but they're not this crazy. Yeah, you make Dude, a good point. McDojo video of the guy saying, like, it takes two thousandths of a second for the gun to fire. My head takes one one thousandth of a second. You're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You're not the Flash. You cannot dodge a bullet from point-blank range. I, I love how he's like, it's human mechanic. If you, you know, I'm out of the way, that's when he fires. That's when he fires. And then the way he <laughs> casually grabs the gun, like the guy wouldn't pull back. I love how he just turns it on him. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Have you seen the mock videos of it? Like the videos mocking it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, no, wait. I'm out of the way. Nope. Pop. Pop. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't he just turn the gun toward the person? Right. It doesn't make any sense to worse. <laughs> <laughs> it takes one one thousand second to move my head out of the way. It takes two one thousandths of second to, to pull the trigger. Human mechanics. No, it's Human called biomechanics. And I, I loved how he said the the hand is not meant to hold anything well. Yeah, it's like wait, wait a minute, guns <laughs> were designed to be held well. What are you saying? Literally, the gun is like molded to the human hand. Oh, those are great. those videos make you laugh. Or like the people who uh like can like do like this, and like the the whole group falls down. Yeah, or like when it's it's almost in like it's like those Steven Seagal videos where he's training like judo or something, and there's like eight people running at him and he just sticks his leg out and they all like fall over. <laughs> Have you seen the the movie scene where George St. Pierre and Steven Seagal fight? No. I'll send oh yeah, it to you. I have. I think I have. Was that like recently? It was fairly recent. Fairly recent, yeah. Yeah, great. But hey, we can't, you know, disparage uh, Seagal too much. He did teach Anderson kill Anderson Silva the front kick that took down Vitor Belfort. So, you know. I think that's like day one stuff. 
Didn't he also teach John Bones, you know, uh, John Jones some stuff? I think so. Yes, I mean, kind of like the greatest teacher in the history of martial arts, if you ask me. He and Fabia should team up. Dude, that would be like the best gym ever. It would be, it would be like everyone would want to go there. Imagine if Ngani went there. Oh, then we would see Stipe with the, you know, then we would see some other people with the title. Dude, what do you think of Stipe trying to bulk up? I like it. I think he needs to to beat an Ngannou again. Because if do you think, do you think he could speak after that fight? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's been speaking. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, if like in a, in a potential third fight with him, um, he would obviously need to land some takedowns to win, and those extra twenty pounds could be huge. You know. Yeah, I th- I think I think that could be huge, man. That'd be, dude. What if he wins the belt back? I mean, he kind of already is the heavyweight goat in a sense, but like that would just be like the icing on the cake, you know? Like you couldn't debate it at all. Like people say, still say Fedor is, but I'm like, no, it's Steopic. Yeah, I mean, prime Fedor versus Stipe is a pretty fun fight. He wants to fight Overeem in Bellator. Fedor? Yeah. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it, but I like, ooh, that's a little scary for, actually, they're both, they're both fought too many times at this point. They should be retired. Scott Coker needs to like force them to retire. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, he wants to fight Junior Dos Santos too. Yeah. All the UFC guys he never got to fight. Beef. Beef, yeah. You think if Michael Chandler wins the title, Scott Coker, like, celebrates, like, look, we did it. I think Pitbull will want to fight him. Yeah. That would – dude, they need to have, like, cross-promotional fights. They'll, like – it'll never happen. But, like, remember it was supposed to happen with Fedor and Randy Couture? Yeah, but they do it with uh, uh, Ryzen and Bellator. Yeah, I know. But, like, imagine Pitbull versus – you know, uh, Volkanovski, that'd be an unbelievable fight. Yeah. Or I think Volk Pitbull. wins, though. I don't know. You know, Pitbull's great, too. So, yeah, they're all great. Dude, but Sergio Pettis, did you watch that fight? His last fight at PFO or uh, his brother? His brother. Um, yeah, I did. He eked up the decision over, um, and, uh, no, no, no. who am I thinking of? Bill Schultz's training partner. What's his name? I can't think of it, but man, he won the title last week. Yeah, what's his name? This is important, guys. Super necessary. Dude, but do you see that Michael Venom page? Oh, yeah, that head kick where he broke the guy's nose. Dude, he set it up so perfectly. Stuck oh, he, beat, out. he beat Juan Archuleta. That's what he beat. Yeah. He stuck out the jab, and then he leaned into the, leaned right into the the shin. Ugh. Yeah, that was, that was so brutal. That was brutal. He's a great striker. Yeah, I want to see him in Wonder Boy fight. It'd be interesting. I don't know if he could get away with a lot of stuff he does against a Wonder Boy. That's very true. That's very true. He can do. He can mess around in Bellator all he wants, but when he messed around in Bellator, he got knocked out by uh, Douglas Lima. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
who's like another fighter. Wouldn't you love to see Douglas Lima versus Usman? Another great fight. That would be a great fight, but I think Usman destroys him. I don't know. That's why I would love to see it. We got to get Ben Askren back in the octagon. Ooh, I don't know about that. We want the funk. Dude, people don't realize how good he was. He was great at a time, yeah. If he grabs you, you're dead. <laughs> Essentially. He was kind of Khabib before Khabib. Yeah. I will get on his back and I will chant USA. <laughs> great line. Dude, how about Billy Joe Saunders getting his orbital broken? Dude, he broke it in three spots, apparently. That's crazy. Dude, but did you watch the match? I did. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a great fight up until the injury. Yeah, Canelo, like, uh, faked the overhand right and just landed that nasty uppercut. Yeah, because Billy Joe was kind of, like, he was kind of telegraphing that he was doing that, like, duck thing, you know? Yeah. Duck. So, hopefully, uh, I, like, who's going to beat Canelo, you know? Let's bring oh, Floyd Mayweather to retirement. No, Floyd wouldn't risk it because Floyd could lose, you know? And I'll do it. Give me 12 months. Give you 12 months, bro. You need like 10 years. <laughs> um, probably fight you with one arm tied behind his back and breaking his good arm before the fight, and he would still win somehow. Yeah, he probably would. I, I honestly think Prime Canelo is better than Prime Mayweather. I don't want to go there. I think – yeah, I don't know about that. Um. Oh, I was gonna mention something else. Um. Oh, I got your hat. <laughs> yeah. As much as I hate Jake Paul, that was pretty funny. It was. It was. And Floyd Mayweather got so butt hurt. Yeah, he did. It's just like, can we get to that fight? If the whole dog and pony show is a little tiring, you know. That'll be that'll be a death match. But Chad Ochocinco's playing in it. Yeah, he's fighting. Ugh. He's training with uh, Madrigal. It's pretty wild. Oh, man. Ugh. All right, you got anything else, man? I don't know. I think we covered it all. Yes, we did. All right, guys, that'll do for this episode. You'll see us for the review of UFC 262. Deuces.